Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to the Magical Path Podcast. I am Violet Morgan, your host. In the first full episode, I want to talk about magic and why it works and why it doesn't work. Answer a few frequently asked questions and teach about crystals, gemstones that will help crown you, that will help with your magical works and help calm you and clear your energy fields. First of all, my first question that I get asked a lot as a spellcaster is why didn't the spell work? My answer is simply this. Most people need to really believe that the spell won't work. Visualize, visualize, visualize. Seeing it happen, seeing the spell come to fruition. Are you using the right timing? For example, if you want a love spell, you would do that on a Friday, which is the day of Venus the date, the goddess of love. If you want a money spell, you would do it on a Thursday during a waxing moon phase. Waxing moon basically means anywhere from new moon to full moon. And remember, that's when you want to bring things towards you. Expansion. For career and other spells for success always start on the Sunday because that is the day of the sun and the first day of every week. So always start spells on a Sunday, especially if you are doing a seven day spell. Now to get on to why they don't work. It's having the will, having the faith, believing it will work. I began using the law of attraction. I visualize and meditate on my candles, my crystals, my herbs. I put my magic into them and bless them and charge them under the light of the full moon. The full moon is best time for charging crystals, herbs, candles. If you can't leave items outside, leave them by a window where the light of the full moon will shine down. That's what I have done for years. You can also cleanse and charge charge them by burying them in the earth, laying them on top of the earth, putting them in water, but make sure the crystal is a good crystal that it will not fall apart in water because there are some crystals that you cannot put in water. Example, selenite. Now I'm going to get some ones This is out of a book that I wrote many years ago. It's from my very own Book of Shadows. 
and it's about calming crystals and crystals that help with their anxieties and stressful moments. Black Tourmaline. It is a black piece, crystal, or tumbled stone that looks something similar to the texture of charcoal. It is a very highly grounding stone and it resonates with the frequency of Mother Earth. It helps remove negativity. So if you have, you are, know that you're going to go spend time with somebody that kind of is like full of drama or argues or you really don't feel safe with that person. Black Tourmaline along with Smoky Quartz are two of the best to deflect the negative energy. Carry it, them in your pocket, wear them in a bracelet, wear them in pendants. Black Tourmaline is good to earth. That means place it in the earth and cleanse it and you will get those earthing removing of negativity uh, mindset and changes. The next stone I want to talk about is the smoking quartz. I use it when I'm having a very anxious moment, anxiety. It can, I hold them in my dominant hand, which is my right hand, to calm panic attacks. And when I'm really, really anxious, I hold my smoky quartz. It is smoky in color. And I always have some in my purse because I never know when I'm going to be around people that are just all about the drama. It also calms and relaxes you and just helps clear the mind and quiet the body. Next favorite one is Carnelian. This is an orange, sunny, bright, beautiful stone, red to orange in color. Resonates with the sacral and root chakras. And it's good for connecting to the earth goddess. Boosting fertility. Boosting sexual and physical level. It's also good for emotional stimulation. Mental stimulation. It's good for creativity. For good luck. Abundance. For all things in the creative, abundant, you are a writer or a painter or you create art, this is a perfect stone for you. I always use them and set them out before you do your creative projects. If you want to be productive, this is a good stone for business and productivity. 
or if you are looking for something for fertility or to boost your the passion in the bedroom put carnelian out either bedside or under the bed for fertility moonstone another favorite of mine is a very kind of white um, milky color it invites harmony serenity it's good for dreaming and helps awaken feminine energies and to help you balance your yin and yang. Moonstones are very good for calming stones. I have some in my bedroom always. If you are going to make new changes, use a moonstone. Place it in your hand. Place it on your third eye. Meditate with it. They're excellent meditation and balancing stones. My next stone is yellow citrine. And that's another stone for luck, for money, for to make things come to you and increase. It's good for confidence success, and success. So whenever you are doing something important, I always use my citrine. Tiger's Eye is a very powerful brown, looks like a cat's eye, tiger's eye in color. is good for the solar plexus chakra and it's a personal power stone it's good for confidence it's another it has the element of fire and you can use it on your altar in the south southern corner to be part of the fire element it's another good for business, self-confidence, business, success, abundance, good luck. To boost and elevate your inner fire. Rose Quartz is another favorite. This is one for opening up our heart chakra. For bringing love for calming because it's a beautiful light delicate pink color it calms love and helps bring love in i use it when i do my love spells always use a rose quartz it's good for all things love loving and giving and receiving of love and to just bring you that calmness. My next one is blue lace 
agate. Most of the blue stones, they have another one. It's called Aqua Aura, but most blue stones are good for communication, for speaking the truth. If you have a hard time speaking, it opens up your throat chakra. And it's also another stone for calming. It's good for writers, speakers, actors, journalists, for all those that talk and speak for a living. Blue lace agate is a very beautiful sky blue, white blue, and it's good for the throat chakra. It will help you speak the truth. The next crystal everyone knows about is amethyst. And it's very good for opening up your third eye, for meditation, um, for love. And it's good when you're trying to face your fears. Your third eye is right there on the center in your forehead between your brows. I hold my amethyst there all the time when I'm trying to have a meditation. But I just love it because it's beautiful and it's purple in color and it brings a lot of um, beauty. Clear quartz. Quartz does come in many, many, many different varieties. But I place a clear quartz with my tarot, my oracle cards, and all my other magical um, items, everything from, you can put a quartz and then add it to your, your wand if you have one. I don't at the time, but it's good to open and close the circles and it's highly versatile. You can use it for almost anything. But it's good for promoting mental clarity, peace, along with improving memory and soothing, soothing your fears. It's an amplifier, if you will. And my number one stone, possibly my favorite, is selenite. It is good for removal of all negative energy. I have selenite wands. They're about two to three inches, maybe four to five inches in length. And they're pure, pure white. Looks like the color of the moon and is associated with the goddess Selene. Keep them in every room in your house. If you have um, a home where there's lots of hyperness and everything, you can use a salt lamp, a selenite lamp 
to remove some of the negative energy going on within your, your home. I have a very huge selenite lamp that I use all the time and I also carry some with me when I travel and when I'm going out because and I also when I do my smudgings and my house clearings selenite is my go-to crystal people always ask what crystal can remove the negative? And I always, always go with selenite. Thank you again for listening to the podcast. I'll be back again with more full episodes on magic, crystals, angel stories. I will talk about fairies and fairy magic. I am here to help help you along your magical spiritual journey whether you are at the beginning of your journey or in the middle of your journey or you've been practicing for many years this podcast will help refresh you and get back to living the best magical possible you thank you love and light violet Magical friends, welcome back to the Magical Path podcast. Before I begin tonight's episode, I would like to mention where I get some of my favorite magical items, crystal and tumbled stones. My go-to has been for the last four to five years now, I've been using Barbie's Magical Path Curio because she handpicks and hand selects each crystal and each tumbled stone and when you receive it and you open your beautiful little package it's like she chose them directly for you she treats her customers like family packages are always cute and and the crystals are always in these cute little pouches and it's always above and beyond what you can ever think about when you're purchasing crystals and tumbled stones she also makes one-of-a-kind items and magical jewelry. This is her business. This is her passion. I want to give a shout out to Barbara Jo of Barbie's Magical Path Curiel. You can find her on Facebook. She has a business page there. You can find everything from a gate, citrine, moonstone, selenite, hundreds of thousands, large to small. 
you will find all your much needed crystals at Barbie's Magical Path Curio. Thank you, Barbie, for always sending me the very best in crystals. Now on to tonight's episode. Ostara, or Easter, is upon us. The spring equinox. The first day of spring. The time for new beginnings. Rebirth and renewal is near. The spring equinox comes every year between March 20th and March 23rd. Where many witches, pagans, and magical beings celebrate the spring equinox, also known as Ostara. The word Ostara originates from the spring goddess. Her name is Yaster. The symbols of Ostara are uncannily familiar traditions to the Christian holiday Easter. Easter will be the first Sunday following the full moon, which happens to be the first full moon of spring and always falls on Sunday. Easter infertility. The word Easter is a lot like the spring goddess, Yelster. There is no coincidence that Ostara, the spring Equinox was celebrated by Germanic people, by the Anglo-Saxons. Fertility and rebirth of the earth were two of the main reasons for Ostara festivities. The earth is returning to abundant greenness, beautiful colors, flowers, birds, baby animals are being born, flowers are budding. There's nature here, there, and everywhere. It is a very magical time. When you think of Ostara, you think of Easter, you think of new, renewal, little baby animals, pretty pastel colors, all things that are springing to life all around us. If you live in the north, then you are saying goodbye to winter and hello to spring. I grew up in Michigan, so Ostara, Easter was always a favorite time of year for family gatherings and traditions. Family would get together and color eggs, have chocolate bunnies. The traditional symbols of Ostara are the eggs, 
the bunny rabbits, tulips, daffodils, all things that you associate with spring and with new life. It is the best time for fertility, for beginning of new projects, for starting a new business, for doing a new undertaking, to have a renewal of yourself and your spiritual growth. We also have lots of beautiful colors such as greens and pastel blues and yellows and pinks. Um, Easter lilies, hyacinths, lots of beautiful flowers are beginning to bloom out there. Oh, I always try to go out there and pick the spring's first set of flowers and decorate my altar in my home to clean out all the old spring clean the house cleanse and bless yourself and be ready to plant the seeds to begin to have renewal and rebirth Some Ostara traditions are very similar to Easter. They are painting of the eggs. Eggs are symbols of fertility, of growth, of children, of babies, of new projects. There's lots of magical um, spells you can use with eggs. the Ostara Bunny or the Easter Bunny in Christian tradition. He is an ancient fertility symbol and represents new life. You can always have the Ostara Bunny come on the eve of Ostara instead of Easter. And he brings special baskets full of candy treats for children. So on the morning of Ostara, you will have your kids go and hunt and search for their eggs or baskets or candies. Go outdoors, pick the newly bloomed wildflowers, bring them inside to decorate and freshen up your home. remember it's a winter is going away spring is coming you want to cleanse and bless your home with regular spring cleaning you want to clear it with smoke sage cedar wood and just cleanse and bless your sacred space. 
refresh your altar, removing all the winter items and replacing it with brand new, fresh greens and pastels, pinks and purples and amethyst and jade and emerald and citrine. Decorate your house in all these pretty pastel colors. Flowers and water features brought into the home represent money, prosperity, abundance, renewal, birth. This is the time of the year I do many fertility spells for some of my clients as it's like planting the seeds so I also do lots of gardening in my yard and around my home where I'm planting things that I will harvest in the autumn Start planting tomato plants and cucumbers and all sorts of fruits and vegetables. I do baking just as I would at Christmas time, baking of the hot crust buns and many cookies and cupcakes and I always decorate them and all the lightly beautiful pop of color spring I always go out in nature it's a simple ritual that I do I go out to my favorite places in nature and I just sit there and I usually go by water and I will take a swim or a cleansing dip, take pictures of all the nature, the birds, the robins, the flowers, the plants all coming, springing back to life. And this is a simple Ulster Arbor wall. Turn your face into the direction of the sun. Give sun, sun thanks and gratitude for its grand return. Ask it for blessings to be blessed upon your land. Thank Mother Nature for her nourishment and love. If you have your shoes on, remove them and take them off. This is what we call earthing and soaking up the earth's energy. And just stand there for a few minutes and be quiet be still and meditate and soak in all the earth's energy you can find a tree some plants and walk over to them and hold your hands out and place your palms against the tree and just say hello Let the tree's energy flow into your fingers and palm 
and then into your arms, slowly meeting and mixing the energy. You will feel the energy coming into you and going into the tree. Visualize an energy and visualize the energies going out of your body and coming back into from the trees and the plants and the flowers. Stand outside, spend some time outside near the water, have a picnic, and listen to soft music and dance, have a bonfire. always give thanks and now we are into spring and the full moon is coming I will do a full moon reading in the next episode thank you for listening Enjoy your Ostara, enjoy your spring equinox, enjoy the first day of spring. And if you're looking for crystals, tumbled stones, and other magical items, search for my friend Barbara Joe at Barbie's Magical Path Curial. Find her on Facebook. Let her know that Violet sent you. Thank you. The next episode will be a reading. Good night, magical friends.